to the Money Mentors Podcast. Yeah, you know what? Football's like the weather. You know, it was cold all week. Now we're in the 50 degrees, so that it's moderate. And football, what's U of M do? Comes out the Spartans, lose, and then they win everything else. Yep. They're going to go all the way, baby. That's the hope. I'm not a betting person, but I would love to be able to put money on that just to have that experience. Well, talk about experience. You went there to the championship oh, game. Oh, my gosh. It's something that, and I took my son, Porter, and it was just one of those. It was his first football game ever. Oh, wow. And he just really got into it. I mean, I was teaching him the fight song, and <laughs> after touchdown, after touchdown, we scored. I mean, it was just a great atmosphere. And Iowa fans, they were pretty humble. They, uh, they got humbled. We all, <laughs> well, yeah. even to start the game, it was you know kind of like what I saw at the Michigan-Michigan State game. You know, you want to talk smack, but you understand that's that Big Ten respect. Yeah. I well, let me know. ask you this. Did you feel like our clients do sometimes when they haven't been with us for a while? So you're there at the game, mm-hmm. and it's kind of nip and tuck at the half. We're still, you know, we're still winning. I'm a Michigan fan when mm-hmm. they're not playing MSU. <laughs> so you're still there, and all of a sudden, things broke out, and now you've got to relax. Is that how you felt about when the market? That's exactly how I felt. Yeah, that's what people feel like with us when they sit down. They're worried about the markets. We show them how it works. We show them how their portfolio is going to do. They give us a couple years, and they go, man, I'm just relaxed. That stress-free retirement's here now. And that's what you're feeling with U of M last week Mm -hmm. was that, hey, stress-free, baby. We've got in the book now. At least for another month. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this waiting period in between, though. I I just kind of want to get to it, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, you you have to take the good with the bad. And there's times where, you know, to Gary's point, the market's doing great. And, you know, what do you do during those good times when you're playing those teams that maybe you can walk through? But, hey, you want to enjoy it, but Mm. prepare for those games when you have the tougher battle. So when the markets go down, what are you doing? How are you prepared for that so it's not as stressful? And that's why we talk about, you know, sometimes depending on the market conditions changing, uh, just as a good coach does during the course of one of these big games, especially, sometimes you have to know which position players to put back out there on the field and which ones to sit on the sidelines. And it is kind of getting that way with this market, isn't it, guys? Oh, so much. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've really, um, in the last 12 to 18 months, I think we've made more moves within the market than we ever have before. Wow. Um, And that's just because I believe two things. One is that we're seeing different kinds of portfolios available, which we need to have. And secondly is the factor that the volatility. The volatility is here to stay. If you think we're going to have these nice, easy rides, um, we'll take them, but Mm -hmm. we don't think that's going to be the norm anymore. No, with the 24-hour news cycle that we're on, and the information always available to us, whether it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon or 2 o'clock in the morning, you're going to get those quick reactions, and you have to be in positions to be able to adjust a lot more efficiently when you see that turbulence. Mm-hmm. So prepping ahead of the bad during the good times really puts you in a better position. I always love when the clients come up to me and say, well, I see what the market did, and then they talk about these after-hours trading. I says, he says, well, I thought we had to you know, do it within a time frame, so we kind of know what's going on. And then they do those after-hours trains and adjust things, and I'm like, yep, that's what they get to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fast-moving market, so you have to stay on top of it with a game plan or at least have that coach, that team, helping you navigate what's become a really tricky 
market right now. In fact, uh, Warren Buffett's right-hand man, Charlie Munger, described it recently as crazier than the dot-com bubble. That's how he sees this current market. And guys, he also used this interview with a financial conference in Australia to slam things like cryptocurrency, echoing what he told Berkshire Hathaway shareholders earlier this year. Of course, I hate the Bitcoin success. And I don't welcome a currency that's so useful and to kidnappers and extortionists and so forth, nor do I like just shuffling out a few extra billions and billions and billions of dollars to somebody who just invented a new financial product out of thin air. So what do you think here? Is 97-year-old Charlie kind of out of touch with younger investors? And by younger, I mean those of us even in our 50s or 60s. He's got a few years on us. Uh, Or is there a lot of risk right now with things like crypto and some of these other high-flying stocks we hear about? Yeah. Anytime you see markets moving 40, 60% in a very short period of time frame, you're talking high risk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to cryptocurrency, it's not something that we offer or do we meddle in too much, but we do have clients who do it and we understand it. In fact, I have a crypto account just because I wanted to understand what's going on. But also is the fact that basically cryptocurrency has done about a 13% return, Bitcoin about 13% average return, but high fluctuations, 70,000 per coin, down to 23,000 per coin and moving back and forth. If you can stand the volatility, then maybe you want to consider it. But understand what cryptocurrency is and how it works. You really need to dive into the background of it, how it works. And you, from my point of view, if you're going to invest in it, it's got to be money that you don't mind taking to the casino and putting on red and black. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been to a casino where I've watched actually a young couple say, if we don't win this one, we can't pay our rent, honey. Ugh. That mm. scares me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so actually they lost it. Oh. And so I watched them walk out of the, the thing, the casino, and I went out front and I said, I'm going to give this to your wife. I said, I'm giving her $200. She goes, what? And I says, I heard about your rent. And I says, but you got to promise me I'll give it to you. You're going to take it, walk out of here and go home. I said, now you're going to walk out ahead. Not because the casino did it, mm-hmm. because somebody favored the thought that you should stay out of these. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was there for a birthday party. Uh-huh. So I was in, I, I'm not a gambler. Gerald's not a gambler. Right. People understand the market aren't gamblers. We're investors. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I invested in that couple thinking that, hey, they know how this can be too risky. Get out of here. You got a chance to be whole a little bit. Go home and make the best of it. Right. This is, to Charlie's point, is, yeah, it's a pretty volatile market. And the dot-com he's comparing it to is... You know, all these new tech companies, you list your company with a dot com on the end of it, and all of a sudden you were trading at great prices. You were making money, but there was no revenue there. There was no margin there. And that's really what lent itself to what was ultimately the dot com bubble. But there were companies that survived that. There was the Amazon, Mm -hmm. there was the Google, there was the Yahoo, the strong ones that have good business fundamentals and something have that underlying value. Those are the good investments. If crypto's here to stay, you're all these hundreds of different options you're going to have, we may have a couple of them that stay. I don't want to risk which one. Like to Gary's point, if you're okay looking at it as an asset class versus an actual currency and don't mind losing that money, do your research and take a look at it. Maybe you really need to know what kind of risk you should be taking or where you're at currently in your portfolio. Excellent point. Well, a way you can do that, if you go to our website called matsonfinancial.com, scroll down about a third of the way down, you can tab on to Get My Score Now. Now, what you're going to do there is you're going to answer 11 questions, and I encourage you, if you have a spouse, do that with them, but at least do it yourself, and it's going to give you a score. 
that score is going to tell you what risk you should be taking and what risk you should be not taking. Mm -hmm. And then you can compare that where you're at now and see if there's adjustments that you need to make. Had a client come in, and again, this last week we did a review. He's very happy with his portfolio, but he says, I feel the market's really high. I'm feeling like I really want to be in a less risk area. So we talked about where he was at. And he says, yeah, I appreciate that. But he says, let's take some money off the table. So outside of our advice, we pull back a little bit more for him. Hmm. Because why? He wants to sleep at night. Yeah. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. The guy's a friend of mine, unfortunately, recently lost his mom. But now he's starting to get concerned that his dad could be making some financial moves out of fear and the emotions that have kicked in during this time. As a couple, they had over a million dollars set aside, good savers. And for some reason, he's become really focused on this annuity that some bank is pitching him right now. Uh, what would you tell his dad if he sat down with you to get a second opinion on this? Well, first off, the annuity, we want to know why that annuity or that product. Mm-hmm. If you look at flavors of ice cream or even pop, there's that many different types of annuities plus that, again, right. out there. So is it a growth annuity? Is it an income product? What's the product? How does it fit that individual? Mm-hmm. Is the word guarantee there because that's why he wants it and so he's just hearing guarantee or is it offering something that specifically is right for him? They should be fitting the profile of where you're at for what you're trying to achieve. Now, let's face it. If you heard the word annuity and you thought it's bad, well, that was true. You used to give your money to an annuity company. They would give you income over time. If you didn't live a long time like my mom, they kept your money. Mm Mm-hmm. And they earned that black eye. Now there's products out there that are strictly growth annuities. There's products out there that have high fees, like variable annuities could be one of those. Or there's out there that are comparable to meet your need of what you're trying to do. But to have all your money in stocks or all your money in bonds or all your money in annuities, absolutely not. You really want to look at a proportion of where you're at, what you're doing. So we would sit down with dad and say, what do you want your portfolio to do? Well, if I wanted to take care of me in my old age, you know, long-term care things, then we want to have some money for wealth care. If I want growth because I'm going to pass on a large amount of money to my children, then we want to add in exposure to the markets. And then if we're just fearful of the markets, we want to do some things called structured notes so you can have some of the up market, total liquidity. It's not annuity. So you have all these different diversification or options and not have all your eggs in one basket because of fear. Right. And that's the big key is there's so many types of investment vehicles out there. But at the end of the day, you have to make sure that it fits for what your goals are, whether that's income, whether that's legacy planning, whether that's that wealth care or long-term care planning. You have to have that goal and your investment vehicles are designed to get you there. Weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.